0: Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 3rd of November, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. The People's Party, Partido Popular, PP, and the Spanish Socialist Workers Party, or PSOE, are clashing again after weeks of talks over the renewal of the General Council of the Judiciary, or CGPJ. Recent breakdown of negotiations over the CGPJ between Pesoy and Partido Popular led to a control session on Tuesday the 2nd, where Pedro Sánchez defended his position as president and told Partido Popular to, quote, follow the Constitution, end quote. Partido Popular's excuses for not continuing the talks about the judicial board's renewal came after the executive talked about reforming and reducing the sentences for the crime of sedition for the Catalan independence leaders. The la- latter were charged for their part in the illegal referendum in 2017. Partido Popular requested that the central government writes down on paper that they will not amend the reform for any renewals of the CGPJ are talked about further. However, the PSOE hasn't presented the proposal to Parliament yet and hasn't said when they will. Now for inflation news. According to the National Statist- Institute of Statistics, or NIS, the monthly inflation rate in Spain dropped significantly on October, leading to a third consecutive month for falling inflation rates. The annual inflation rate for the month in Spain currently stands at a bit over 7%, which is down by about 1.5% compared with September when it was just under 9%, 1.6% less compared to August when the inflation rate for the month was just over 10%. This most recent October drop has been attributed to the reduction in energy consumption given how warm Spain has been over the summer And this autumn, according to the NIS, fewer Spanish consumers have been purchasing cold weather clothing, and home electricity bills have been less than originally anticipated. While the month-by-month numbers appear to improve, inflationary problems persist as the core inflation rate remains at a bit over 6%. This week, the UK Foreign Office warned tourists traveling to Spain of protests and demonstrations over the cost of living, pension payouts, and increased wages. So far, the protests have been very peaceful, but the government has warned that these could become dangerous or lead to unrest. In Barcelona, on Thursday the 27th, pro-independence protests took place and blocked off the city's airport and main roads. However, they were still peaceful. On Friday the 28th, students and young people sat outside the Ministry of Equality in Madrid, protesting against the community of Madrid's president, Isabel Diaz Ayuso shouting, Ayuso, vete ya, meaning Ayuso, go now, again. The protest was very peaceful. There were around 100 people in attendance with banners saying that students need more educators, that Ayuso is failing young people, and that capitalism is ruining their future opportunities. Similarly, on Thursday the 3rd, a protest march organized by the Workers' Commission, or CCOO, and the General Union of Workers, or UGT took place around Madrid under the slogan Salario o Conflicto, Salary or Conflict. Workers and unions demand better pay per rising costs, saying workers aren't paying for this crisis. Definitely won't be the last organized march as they have a calendar of events planned for the following months. Moving on, on Thursday the 27th of October, five years after the Catalan Declaration of Independence, Catalan exiled President Carles Puigdemont sent out a video from Brussels, where he's currently living, to remind Catalans that although the declaration was never implemented, it remains valid. Also, in the video, he indicated that he has no intentions of engaging in talks with Spain about Catalonia becoming independent. Now, for an update under Article 38.3 of the new Law on Democratic Memory, the mortal remains of coup-leader General Gonzalo Quiepo de Llano and war auditor Francisco Bojorquez Vecina were dug up and transferred on Wednesday the 2nd throughout the night from the Basilica de la Macarena in Sevilla after receiving notice from the government. The law of democratic memory stipulates that, quote, the mortal remains of leaders of the military coup of 1936 may not be or remain buried in a focal place easily accessed by the public other than a cemetery, end quote. These efforts were not made to stop the promotion, praise, or ceremony. These efforts were made to stop the promotion, praise, or ceremony for individuals who violated human rights during the war or dictatorship between 1939 and 1975. The Spanish digital nomad visa for remote workers is progressing, though at a slower pace than expected. The visa, which still needs to be negotiated in Parliament, should be implemented by early 2023. To get the visa, workers outside the EU must prove that they have worked remotely for at least one year for a company outside Spain, and if they are freelance, they must work with at least one company outside of Spain. Any jobs within Spain must not exceed 20% of their total income before taxes. Spanish government is on tender hooks this week for many reasons. Still, a new BBC documentary, The Death on the Border, has raised further questions about the 37 migrants crossing who were killed on the Melilla border on, in June. The documentary shows public and private footage of Moroccan officials beating people and removing bodies forcefully. Madrid and Rabat declared that the Border police response was justifiable given the violence and the unrest on that fateful day, despite video footage showing a completely different story as people lay on the floor. One thing is for sure, the stories and the footage do not match up. So further investigations will need to take place. For a change of pace, let's move on to electricity fraud. According to Endesa, Spain's largest electricity provider, more than 70,000 cases of electricity fraud were detected in 2021, an increase of just over 10% compared to 2020. Energy fraud has been linked mainly to marijuana plantations and a few other businesses, such as restaurants, and is equivalent to the electricity consumption of around 240,000 households. José Manuel revuelta the director general of Edesa Networks has said that the increase in electricity fraud by altering meters, bypassing it, or directly making a connection from the network to the supply without a meter or contract is affecting consumers in more ways than just their paychecks or pay packets. Many marijuana plantations require, on average, enough electricity to fuel 80 households to grow their product. Jose Revuelta said that it represents the consumption of a large city like Palma de Mallorca, every year. When you think of the world of film and cinema, you probably think about star-studded hills of California or maybe South Asia's Bollywood, but perhaps sooner than you think, Spain may be on that list. Be the Hollywood of Europe, March of 2021, after months of talks, Pedro Sanchez unveiled a multi-pronged plan to bolster the country's audiovisual sector. Just under two years later, in a pandemic more or less out of the way, Sanchez. Plan seems to be proceeding apace. Much of the 1.6 billion euros committed to the project have already been used to invest in four key areas: attracting foreign investment and shoots, improving financial and tax agents, training talent with a special focus on women, and implementing regulatory reforms. While a lot of plans are yet to come to fruition, major shows such as Game of Thrones are leading the charge to make Spain the top destination for the film industry. Lights, camera, action! Moving on to the environmental news, nonprofit Dutch foundation Rewilding Europe has selected a large stretch of land across Spanish provinces of Guadalajara, Cuenca, and Teruel to fund a large-scale experiment to bring back wildlife to the area. The Iberian Highlands' three-year project aim is to help restore degraded habitats and boost the local economy through nature tourism. The 85,000-hectare area shows promise due to its low level of human disturbance and high levels of biodiversity. By introducing livestock back into the area, cattle will become a part of the ecosystem and positively impact carbon storage and climate change resilience. These will not be animals to consume. They will be part of the growth strategy through natural grazing and forest protection. Want to know more? Link in the show notes. That's it for this week. A couple of weeks ago we mentioned we were looking for knowledgeable interesting volunteers that want to have some special conversations sort of like interviews but less interviewee about spain we're going to record them and send them out to the world it's not too late if you're interested in maybe being involved as an interviewer or helping out let us know at spain and hasta la próxima